All right, it's good to be here, man. I'm just excited to be here and get to see uh, Bethesda as one church with two awesome locations. And today we get to come together here and be one church at one location. It's so cool to see the Kentucky Heights crew mixing with the Vanceburg crew. And it just makes me excited being here. I can't imagine what Pastor Ben and Pastor Leslie are feeling inside as they're looking out and seeing, you know, just uh, the vision that they had had seen for Lewis County of a church and now it's formed into this and it's just so awesome what God can do and what he's doing through Bethesda it's just so great to be here um this is our second week in a four-part series entitled Our Father and last week I just want to cover a few things that we went and talked about last week I know this series has personally already changed the way I've been praying over the past week not just the amount of prayer that I've been doing but more importantly the content in which I'm praying I'm not praying the same old repetitious prayers now i'm starting to change that a little bit and things are starting to happen for me and uh and last week we read some scripture leading up to the lord's prayer and we learned a few things from that we learned that jesus said not to to stand there and repeat yourself over and over and over again and that's not the way to to pray and and uh we also uh, i challenge you to to have one day or one prayer a day where you simply just worship god and who he is and and don't ask for a single thing in that prayer and if you did that this week then you realize how hard it can be to do that because a lot of times we get into that repetition where we're just asking and then and there's no worship and then sometimes it's hard I remember when the first time I tried to do it it was not easy um, so if you tried to do that then you've seen how difficult that truly can be we also learned that uh, God doesn't want to be that genie in the bottle you know relationship with you he wants to be in a more passionate more you know uh, passionate is the word relationship with you um, he wants to be like a father and that's where this series title has come from he wants to be our father and that is just so awesome and and he wants that close relationship that a son would have with his dad or a daughter would have with her dad or you know just a, a child and parent or parent guardian relationship and that is so awesome that God wants that he doesn't just want to be this distant king out in the universe he wants to be our Father, He wants to have that close relationship with us. And this week we're going to dig in a little deeper into the Lord's Prayer, and we're going to see what we can learn from this week, and this is going to be really cool. So if you guys will stand with me as we read uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10 here. Pretty short. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity that you've given me today to stand before the entire Bethesda congregation, God, and just and just be here in awe of what you're doing. And you're just so awesome, and you're, you're just so amazing. And I love you so much, and I, I'm just so glad that I get the opportunity to do this. Father, today as I stand here and I, uh, and I minister to these people, I ask that you just work through me, that you use me, that you let me be a mouthpiece for what you need to say to the Bethesda people today. Father, I also ask that you go to them, you open their minds, their hearts, their ears and just allow them to accept what you are saying and and just uh, allow it to penetrate deep so it can change them from the inside out in jesus name amen all right so right off the gate jesus is just he says um your kingdom come your kingdom come that's so awesome to think about and you, you think you say the word your kingdom come but what does that truly 
mean to say your kingdom come? What are we, what are we saying there? And, and so hopefully I can give you a little bit of, a, of an idea of what I came up with this week. How often when we pray, or how often when you pray, I know if I'm answering personally, if I was to say, Dusty, how often do you, when you pray, do you mention um, your kingdom come, God, your kingdom come here on earth? And, and if I answered completely honestly, it probably wouldn't be that many times. <laughs> I, I've never really, I don't know that I've ever said that phrase, unless I was repeating the Lord's Prayer, to be completely honest. Until this week, I was studying, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start asking for God's kingdom to come here. And uh, so I was like, all right, well, what do I need to understand for that to happen? Well, I think the first thing I needed to understand was that God is, he's already king here on earth. Amen? He's already king here on earth. This is his place. And I found a few scriptures that would, that would prove that. And, uh, and maybe you can uh, just, I'll just read them to you here. Psalms 47, 7 and 8. For God is the king over all the earth. Praise him with a psalm. And if you remember last week, we were talking about during your praise time, you just, I said, if you run out of time, if you run out of um, something that you want to say or you can't even think of something, you're afraid of becoming repetitious and you're just like, this is getting kind of boring. Well, an awesome thing that I like to do is turn to the middle of my Bible in the Psalms and just read or pray one of those Psalms. So, and it's just an awesome time of worship when you do that. And it is, so even here, it's kind of cool. I wish I would have found that verse for last week, but it's kind of cool. He says, praise him with a Psalm. So you can just read that Psalm and praise him with it. And that's just really cool. And verse 8 says, God reigns above the nations sitting on his holy throne. So he reigns above the nations and he's sitting on his holy throne. He is the king. Psalms 22, 28, for royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules over all the nations. He rules over all the nations. So he's not just king in Israel. He's king here, right? And he's not just king in Jerusalem, but he's king here. And he's not just king in China, but guess what, guys? He's king here as well. And so God is king in the earth. Deuteronomy 10:14 says, "Look, the highest heavens and the earth and everything in it, everything in it belongs to the Lord your God." And it's awesome because Jesus says in last week we learned that Jesus wants us to call him Father. So everything in all the heavens and all the earth belongs to your Father. How awesome of a thought is that, you know? Hey, the Grand Canyon, eh, my dad owns that, you know? No big deal pretty cool you know so it's a pretty neat thought to think about that type of situation and it's just really cool god is king of all the earth so if god is king of all the earth then this is his kingdom correct yeah yeah so it is his kingdom so why would we need to ask for his kingdom to come if this is his kingdom so i, I was like man i don't i'm not getting it there <laughs> see where i'm coming from that this is his kingdom but i think the difference between his heavenly kingdom and his earthly kingdom is in heaven the angels are up there and they're doing his will perfectly and they're doing it with joy and down here on earth things are not so perfect and uh, i don't know you know lewis county is not exactly perfect you know so and green county sean sorry not exactly perfect amen yeah <laughs> got him all right so i can go on now i got him <laughs> sorry so um like I said, yeah, here on planet Earth, things are not perfect. If you, if you need an example for how things are not perfect here, I mean, just look at the terrible tragedies that's happened in the past couple weeks here in Lewis County to the families and just awful things that have gone on, just things that are just absolutely mind-blowing to me and, and, and um, to I can't even imagine what families here in Lewis County are dealing with this morning as they're, uh, 
I just, I don't know what to say. I'm at a loss for words. I, I tried to come up with something that I could say that would, but I just, I, I just have no words for it. It's, it's absolutely tragic, the things that have happened. And, and, and I know that things are not perfect because, you know, God's kingdom must not be here yet, right? Because things are still not perfect. So we still need to be petitioning heaven. We still need to be petitioning God for his kingdom to come here to earth so that we could have a better life and have it and just have joy in our hearts. And Jesus is saying, hey, take a few minutes after you've done your worship, after you've done your thing, you know, just take a few minutes there and just ask for his kingdom, his perfect, awesome, wonderful kingdom to come to earth so that we could experience that kingdom and that awesomeness and just everything about it. What would it look like if instead, you know, what if we? What would it look like if Bethesda people said, you know, I'm not going to wait for the terrible tragedies. I'm not going to wait for, you know, the bad things to happen. And I, I'm, I'm going to hit my knees and I'm going to petition every day. And I'm going to say, God, bring your kingdom here. Let me see your kingdom come here. I'm sick of seeing Lewis County families have to go through terrible, terrible, awful things. And I want to just petition God every single day that I can wake up and just say, God, bring your kingdom here, God petitioning just to break chains of evil and malice and just envy and greed and just man just break those chains over this county god so that we can live in joy and happiness and peace and and bring your kingdom to this earth and and it's possible church it's, it's possible that we can have god's kingdom here and if and if you don't believe that then i don't think jesus would have said ask him for it to happen if it wasn't possible it's possible and our prayers can change things. We talked about that last week. There's a whole array of things that, that prayer can change and prayer can do for us. And so just continue to pray and just continue to pray for those families in, in Lewis County that's going through awful, 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 awful things. And uh, just ask God for his awesome kingdom and his peace to come and be with those families, if you remember this week. Or what if God's kingdom was here on earth? That would be awesome. That would be truly, truly awesome. The second thing Jesus says is your will be done. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And when we're praying God's will, when I think about the term of praying God's will, you know, it's not always the easiest thing in the world, uh, praying God's will, because oftentimes that means that we have to give up our own will. Amen? And sometimes we have to just let go of what we know and just let God do what he knows and just depend and solely and trust in him and just have all of our faith in him. And uh, that's not easy because we want to be able to control things, right? We want to be able to manipulate things. I need control. I work with a woman who, who will literally sit, she'll just sit down and tell you, I have to have control of everything that I'm doing. If I don't have control, then I lose it. Like she will just, she told me that straight to my face. I need to have control. And she's not, luckily she's not a boss because she'd be a heel. You know, <laughs> but, but anyway, because I mean, that would be terrible. But she's like, in my family, she's like, I need to have control. If, if She's like, I can't sit in the back seat and watch my son drive. And, my, you know, I'm just, she's just telling me all this stuff. I was like, geez, I, I don't need that kind of control. I just roll with the flow, you know, just kind of roll around. But I, she needs that control. That's fine. You know, whatever. That's not me personally. But, and so as a Christian, if that was me, then it would be so hard for me to pray God's will. When I think about the term of praying God's will, I immediately think of my mom. Hey, mom. Mom's here. Hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I immediately think of her because my whole life, every time she prays, it's, 
in Jesus' name, or in your will, or what is it? In Jesus' name, your will be done, amen, or is it in your will be done, in Jesus' name, amen? I'm not sure. It's one of those two, but it's always Jesus' will every time, in your, in your will, whatever. You know, so it's every time she prays. And even as a kid, like, she would quote the whole James 4.15, you know, you know, if the Lord's willing, then we will live and we will do this or that, that, that scripture. She quotes that more than any person I've ever heard. Because, like, even as kids, if we were like, Mom, you know, can we go to the park tomorrow? You know, if the Lord's willing, we'll go to the park tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and Mom, I really, hey, you guys come to the birthday party next week? Well, if the Lord's willing, we'll be there, all right? We'll be there. And even as, so you just got, you know, you got accustomed to it. So before you'd even ask, you'd be like, hey, Mom, if the Lord's willing, can we go get some ice cream later or something? <laughs> you know, like, if, if it's willing, then, <laughs> and so you just kind of get accustomed to all that, but. I mean, that's just the, that's, when I read that, I was like, that's mom. That's mom to a T. She's always wanting to pray in the Lord's will and always wanting to do the Lord's will. It's so cool. And I had a great role model in her. And so, and also another thing I think of her for another reason, and it's more of a personal kind of reason, though, but is whenever she was having her biopsy on her, her lung, um, that morning I, I scheduled off work. I put in some, for some personal time, and I, and I headed out that morning. It was just me and my, my Bible because Albie had to work. So I grabbed my Bible, and I was like, I'm going to walk in there, and I'm going to be holding my Bible, and I'm going to be cool, you know. So I got there, and I was, uh, I got to here, like right in this area on the road, Vanceburg Hill, and I started headed over to Moorhead. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't prayed yet. What's what's happening? You know, so I was like, I need to pray. So I, I started praying. I prayed from Vanceburg Hill all the way over to Moorhead, and I was just praying. And it wasn't pleas of, you know, God, heal my mom, and, and don't even let it be cancer, and and, and just, you know, just take it away and all this. It wasn't even pleased of that. It was, it was more pleased of, you know, Father, in your will, whatever it is, you know, your will be done. And if it happens to be cancer, I can see you getting glory from that. And I can see you working that for my good. And, and I, I just want your will to happen. And then I was like, you know what, if it, if it ain't cancer, then I can absolutely see that working for my good. And I can absolutely see you getting glory from that. But just whatever it is, God, whatever your will is, just allow me to be able to accept it. Allow my family to be able to accept it. The friends of the family, you know, just, God, help me understand and help me just accept what your true and perfect will is. And I prayed that. And then after I said the prayer, I was like, oh, no, I wish I could get that back because then I lost control. When I said that, I lost all control, which I don't think I had much control anyway, but any control that I think I might have had, I had to just give it up to say, in your will, you know, let your will be done. And that was tough, but after I said it, and after I got in there, and I walked in with my Bible, and I was walking around, and I just felt this peace come over me, and I felt so calm, and just that peace was just amazing. And I was walking around with my Bible, and oftentimes I would flip to my psalm, and I would read my psalm walking through the hallways, and, and I was like, I'm just going to focus on God today, and the whole family was there, it was awesome, and, and I got to just, you know, walk around with my Bible like a crazy person in the Bible. <laughs> Luckily, when I first got there, they did like a... Uh, a devotional and stuff, so I was like, hey, it's like a Christian hospital or something, I'm, I'm not a, you know, <laughs> so I had that going, but anyway, I had my Bible there, maybe they just thought I was a priest or something, I don't know, so um, but I was walking through, and, and then a lot of crazy things happened that day, we were sitting there, and I was outside talking to my brother Todd and on the uh, on the outside of the waiting room, and the nurse runs in, and they're like, okay, your mom's having a heart attack, all right, and I was like, whoa, okay and Todd he starts just going and he goes into this frantic mode and I see Brandon jump up and Brandon runs and I don't know where he goes until later I was like where's he going he's going the wrong way the ER is that way you know and 
And uh, so we're sitting there, and I'm like, man, but I just had this peace over me. And even though they just said, hey, your mom's having a heart attack, okay, I just felt like she's okay, you know. God, it's in God's will. I can do nothing at this point. It's in God's hands. And it was just so comforting and so much in peace. Church, if you're in those situations, it's really cool to just give it over to God and just allow his will to be, it's perfect. It's perfect for your life. It's what it is. It's just absolute perfect. And it was so cool to see, you know, my brother's a Christian, I'm a Christian, and my sister and my oldest brother, they're not. It was kind of cool to see how Brandon and I reacted to the news, opposed to how Todd and Shauna did. <laughs> it was kind of neat, because me and Brandon were kind of calm and peaceful, and Shauna and Bob were running around like crazy. And then they take us into this little waiting room, this little family waiting room. Okay, that's not good, right? You, you don't like to go into those little small family waiting rooms after you've been told that your mom's having a heart attack. So we're like, what is going on? But I was calm. I just walked in. I sat down in there, started reading my Bible again. And the doctor comes in, and he's got this puzzled look on his face. He's just completely like, what just happened? And he actually even said, uh, I guess what happened was a miracle. <laughs> he's like, I guess what happened was a miracle. It's weird to hear a doctor say that. But he just said that, and he was like, listen, Okay, we did, the, we did the biopsy. There was a 90-some percent chance that her lung was going to collapse. It didn't. So there's one thing that God did for me that day. The lung did not collapse. So that was awesome. And then the second thing, he's like, okay, we had her hooked up to this EKG while we were doing the procedure. She started feeling really heavy in the chest. Her arm was starting to hurt, and then it went numb. And, and then she was just, you know, hurt. And we looked at the EKG, and it was showing she was having a heart attack. So luckily, they said, luckily, the chief uh, cardiologist was in the hospital. He's in like the next room. So they went, they got him, they brought him in, and they said, is she having a heart attack? And he said, oh, yeah, she's having a heart attack. Get her to the ER. So they run her to the ER. They get her there. They hook her up to the EKG, and no heart attack. Can't be found. Nothing, you know, it's just so awesome. And God's doing all these amazing things, and it's just so great that I prayed, and I was in God's will at that moment, and and I had that peace, because had I not had God's peace, I'm an extremely nervous human being. I would have been on full-blown meltdown mode, okay? So I just, it's just so awesome to have God's peace. Pray God's will. Jesus is saying, just pray it. It's so much more perfect for your life than what you have planned for your life. God's will is absolutely perfect for you, and he's just letting you know. Pray for his will. Pray his kingdom come, and just pray his will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. It's awesome. It's truly, truly, truly awesome. What is God's will? I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I didn't have like a revelation of what God's will is for everybody's life. It would be pretty cool if I could go through and just you know, tell each one of you what God's will and his perfect plan was for your life. Unfortunately, I can't do that. Okay, um, But what I can do is I can flip to certain uh, scriptures in this Bible, and it'll literally say, you know, it's God's will to do this, and this is God's will, and there's certain things that he spoke through Peter and, and Paul and things that he said that, you know, it, this is his will, and, and it's so cool, and uh, one of those verses is 2 Peter 3, 9, 2 Peter 3, 9, it says, uh, you know, it's not my will that any should perish, but that all should come to me for repentance, so one of God's awesome wills is that he doesn't want anybody to perish. He doesn't want anybody to go to hell. He wants everybody to be able to come to him and be able to repent and just have an awesome life and accept their 
His perfect will for their lives. Alyssa, if you'll come play, everybody will stand just for a moment. Um, as we're thinking about, you know, God's will for our life and and, uh, and the awesome stuff that, that God's perfect will can do for us, and just knowing that, you know, it's not his will that we should perish, but it's his will that we should come to him for repentance, and it's just so amazing to think about that. And another thing that I thought about whenever I thought about God's will was Jesus' great commandment, his, his great commission that he had. There's a Matthew 28, 19, where he says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And it's so cool because today as a church, we get the opportunity that we can fulfill both of these things. We can fulfill that awesome will that he has. And we, not, we can also fulfill the Great Commission, which is if you've been thinking about getting baptized, then today you're going to have an awesome opportunity to do that. And it's just going to be great for you if you have that opportunity. So um, if everybody would just close their, head, or close their eyes and bow their heads, sorry. so great that God would give his son once for all for all of us it's kind of wild to think about and, and we talked about this at, at a Bible study this week and how our carnal minds have a really hard time understanding that whole Jesus died once for all but he did he did that for us and God gave his son for you for you Standing there here at church in Vanceburg, he said, listen, I love them so much. I want them in my family. I need them. I want to be their father. I want to be their father. And how amazing that we, we have that opportunity to, to call God our father. So if you're here today and you've been thinking, you know, okay, now, hey, listen, I understand that. God's will is not that I should have to perish, but his perfect will is out there, and it's ten times better than what I could ever imagine my life being. I want that. I need that. I want that in my life. I want to call God Father, and I want to have that perfect will for me that he has. He has it waiting for you. It's waiting for you. All you have to do is accept that. It's waiting. So if you will, if you're standing here today and you've been thinking, you know, today's the day coming your way, God. I'm absolutely coming your way. If you're thinking that today, why don't you just raise your hand where you're standing, and God will see that hand. Amen. Awesome. 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 Thank you. You can put your hands down. So if you raise your hand today, if you're, if you're one of those who raised your hand, why don't you just Repeat something like this in your heart to God and just absolutely mean it. You can say something like this. You can be like, Father, I've lived my way for so long now. And guess what? It's not working. And today I just want to accept that once for all, that beautiful, awesome gift that you gave of your son dying on that cross for me. Father, I believe that Jesus is Lord, and today I make him Lord of my life. 
set that perfect and awesome will you have for me. Because you love me. Because you do love me. Because you are my Father. Your will be done. In Jesus' holy name, I